just love Damn. I just nutty. <laughs> Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. I'm Eric Glazer. <laughs> That's Jimmy's favorite new song. Yeah, I uh I got shown I got introduced to it yesterday by Matt and Sig, which is uh now I'm finding my new favorite hobby. Just stealing their premises for stuff. <laughs> Why would I come up with my own material when I have all these people recording here at the studio? It yeah. doesn't make logical sense. I mean, all we really do is kind of recap our weeks. Exactly. And now your weeks is just being a guest on other people's yeah. podcasts. Around funnier people. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hunchback chunk. I actually thought it was humpback chunk. Humpback chunk. Humpback chunk? <laughs> humpback chunk is what I thought it was, and I like that a lot. Okay. But it's actually hunchback chump. chunk. Hunchback chunk. I mean, still chunk in the name. <laughs> yeah, it's still difficult to say regardless. Yeah. <laughs> but Hunchback not chunk. <laughs> not difficult to listen to. <laughs> Very easy to listen to. Very that easy listening. <laughs> Want to hear that in an elevator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, music version. Uh, today is... I looked at my watch earlier to see what holiday it's it was. February 28th. February 2016th. February 16th. Today, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but today would have been the night... That Tim Dillon was on the podcast. Oh yeah, today would have been that day. It was locked in. <laughs> <laughs> we got the conf- the confirm. Yeah, he was locked in. He was locked yeah. in. Unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't see anything in the DMs. <laughs> unfortunately, for Tim, <laughs> he could not be here because it snowed in Austin, Texas, where he was flying out of. Yeah, that's been a big deal. Yeah, and so Tim unfortunately had to. Not only cancel his uh, show at Magoobies, but um, we had to postpone our podcast. That we had. with That we locked in <laughs> with Tim Dillon. Of course, of course. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. Um, so maybe that's, maybe that's God's plan, dude. Maybe God was like, dude, you don't even have the lights mounted yet. You still haven't connected the fans you bought. Oh, yeah. And now you expect Tim Dillon to just cruise through? He's expecting fans. <laughs> He's expecting fans, dude. We already talked about him on the show. We know he listens. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe by we, I, I DM'd you today. We, were we DMing? We texted and DM today. So I a don't know bit, what took place where. We did a lot of talking today. More than usual. I know. And that was before we even knew we were going to podcast. I know. We were just chatting. We were just vibing. Chatting. And then you dropped the big kahuna on me. You're like, yo, we're potting tonight. And I was like, <laughs> say less, son. <laughs> say less. <laughs> I'm here, baby. I'm getting. I'm drinking a Miller Lite. Eric's rolling through with the Reese's Easter eggs, which I just learned Easter's coming up. Didn't know that. Easter's coming up. You mixed the Gatorade and the Monster. Yeah, this podcast is brought to you by Monsterade (laughs) (laughs) and its predecessor, Monsterade Zero. All the great Monsterade taste. None of the Monsterade calories. Actually, crazy. This is Monster Zero Ultra. Monster. Mixed with the Gatorade Zero. This is Monsterade Zero Ultra. Ooh. So we actually, uh, interestingly enough, not to be confused with Millerade. <laughs> <my next. laughs> the other half of the Gatorade had to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna sample which one's better. Who knows? <laughs> Millerade. Is it in you? 
<laughs> I'm so glad they don't have like beer on tap next to like soda fountains <laughs> because I would be the disgusting person that just mixed them all. Oh my god, of course, dude. <laughs> of course. I actually was <laughs> I was in a I met another guy that I guess was like exactly like me. I was in Chipotle, the Chipotle in um Timonium. And shout out. yeah, shouts out Timonium Chipotle. Much love. Um and I walked up to the soda machine. There was this guy kind of like fucking around at the soda machine, like not using the machine, but just standing there. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to use the soda machine, even though I'm behind you. And I reached <laughs> in and then he started looking like he wanted to get soda. So I was like, oh, oh. Shit. and so I said, oh, my bad. And he was like, oh, no, I was just going for the Diet Coke. I was like, yo, me yeah. too. <laughs> he hey, was like, leave yeah. it up when you leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, Diet Coke's a high commodity. And he's like, yeah, man. I usually always put a, like a splash of Mr. Pib in there with the with the Diet Coke, and I was and he's like they're out of Pib though, and I was like, dude, root beer works just as well. <laughs> and then <laughs> I splashed some root beer in my Diet Coke drink, and he was like, that's a good idea, man. And then he did it, and then when we fucking cheers, hell yeah, and I fucking, and I left, and that was a beautiful moment because uh, there's not a lot of splash doctors out there. You but. just missed out on meeting your best friend. I know. I think about that stuff all the time. It's like a chance encounter. You yeah. know, like if this is the 90s. That I was like, the, that's how that movie with uh, Jason or uh, Jason Siegel and Paul Rudd was, remember? Oh, I think I, I feel I, like they like met and then they just became best friends. I think I know what you're talking about. I thought you were going to reference when Harry met Sally. <laughs> Because yes. that's what I felt was well, more. Well, the famous scene where they they mix diet coke with <laughs> root beer, and then and then the Chipotle person goes, "I'll have what he's having." <laughs> that's a classic flick. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, yeah, that was a chance encounter. I hope, yeah, I hope that he remembers that too. I think there's those are those moments that he'll, you know, he'll just remember that. Be like, I met another like splash guy. You know, yeah. I didn't even get a chance to tell him about the the Jimmy Celeste <laughs> <laughs> splash guys anonymous at the SGA. Wasn't that what the SGA was? A uh, student government? Yeah, student government okay. association or alliance or something. Student government alliance. Alliance. <laughs> They're fighting for the rights of all student governments. I know. <laughs> student governments have been undermined and oppressed for two long in this country they don't have any real power unfortunately it's true unfortunately it is true just like our real government yeah yeah folks what were you about to talk about <laughs> i don't know i was i was gonna go off on a deep rabbit hole into the splash guys anonymous mm. um but i know you said you missed out on telling them the jimmy Seleski. oh yeah I is that out just on... the diet coke and lemonade yeah diet coke and lemonade um if he if it turns out that he likes to drink then, I I mean we didn't talk long enough to like cover. <laughs> it was like, it was like I don't know. It was two p.m. on a Tuesday, so I figured like he probably doesn't have a job unless he I don't know like <laughs> just like me, just like me. What splash guys have jobs? I feel like <laughs> that's not like a that that's something that you only learn. I feel like I learned to start doing that when I started working in restaurants true you know it's like yeah, yeah. you have so much access to soda that it, it, after a while just one soda isn't enough anymore you're like yeah. i need to I mine need to was always uh, at the movie theater sprite and a little bit of orange fanta that shit was so good sprite and orange fanta sprite and orange fanta give it a try the next time you're around a, i could see that being good yeah because you got the, the lemon liminess and then the orange 
It's very tight. Sprite and orange Fanta. Yeah, I could that 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 one actually does make sense because Diet Coke and lemonade doesn't really make sense. Yeah, because you yeah. get all the dietness of the Diet Coke. But also, like you know, some restaurants they'll bring out like a soda with a a, a lemon wedge. You know, mm-hmm. so I guess that's kind of where like lemonade makes sense in a way. Mm-hmm. Do you like fresh lemonade? Fresh lemonade? Oh yeah, yeah it's the best. Like boardwalk lemonade? Uh, yeah, or like. I don't know if you make lemonade with lemons or like fair lemonade is what you're fair talking about. Fair lemonade. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of Ocean City lemonade. I mean, that's good too. Land of lemons. Ocean City. Lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Where all the lemon groves are on yeah. the East Coast. <laughs> when life the gives you lemons. of Ocean City. <laughs> go to Ocean City and get more. No. Uh, there's a this restaurateur in D.C. He has a couple restaurants, but one of them is, uh, I think it's called China Chilcano. And it's they have like dumplings and a bunch of really good shit, but one of my favorite drinks there is they make like a I don't know if it's like South American lemonade or something, but it's like the best lemonade I've ever had in my life, and I'm a big lemonade guy. I didn't take you for a big lemonade guy. Um, Huge lemonade. I mean, I could take you for that because you like sweet stuff. I just never believe that. Uh, it just has a totally different taste to me. It has like more of a bittery taste to it. And maybe that's because I go to like the wrong lemonade stands, but I feel yeah. like they're all the same. Do you have any more of the incense, by the way? I want to taste. I want to smell that. Uh, that incense. Go for it, dude. <laughs> trying to smell that. No. You don't think so? I don't think so. I bet you it is. It might be possible, but there's probably easier ways to do that. And probably healthier ways, because now I'm just going to inhale incense. <laughs> You're about to smoke on a, a Kyoto Autumn. There you go. Get that rolling. Yeah, you definitely got to get the right lemonade. Well, unfortunately for everybody in Ocean City, Polish water ice is just taking over every stand. So there's no room for any quality lemonade anymore. True. As far as I've seen it. Um, but what were we talking about before all this? All this. The, uh, how much did it snow in Texas? Uh, oof, a lot, I think. Or I don't even know if it, like, snowed a lot, but it just, like, southern states aren't prepared for snow whatsoever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, all of their roads, like, the east, like, kind of where around we are and, uh, upper north or like eastern states or like states that have a lot of snow like the roads are a little bit different like they have more like texture in them most of them are like black so then the sun will melt away the snow yeah um a lot of like southern states like their roads aren't prepped for snow let alone like bad rain uh they had a lot of issues with like freezing mm-hmm. and they just don't have like salt to melt the ice. Yeah. And apparently there's like rolling blackouts, like all the power went out and everything. Yeah. Like their electrical grid just wasn't prepared for any of it. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it got too cold and shit stopped working. I'm pretty sure. I didn't know it got that cold in Texas unless this is like a freak event or something like that. But uh, I think this is like the first time it snowed there in like, I don't even know how long. There was a video on Barstool that was like, it was like a guy from his balcony, and on one side, it showed a guy, uh, like, 
it showed a guy like doing donuts in a parking lot and it just pans over the city and it pans down to a parking garage and there's a guy in full fucking like skiing gear just slowly skiing down a parking garage. <laughs> it was so, he was he was literally going this. Hell yeah. And you could tell it was like a guy that like... It's like, fuck yeah, I got these for Christmas. <laughs> we actually had um one of our podcast viewers text me a TikTok of uh, somebody down in Texas that... They went into their daughter's room and there was a fish tank and the fish tank was completely frozen. Oh my god! And she was like, "Maybe it'll come back to life like Zippy." Dude, and I was thinking, right. now the more I've researched that, the more I realize that that is the case. Like after you mentioned the koi thing, I was like, "That's true." Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I never really even thought about that too hard mm-hmm. before we even talked about that shit on the podcast because it's just something you don't think about. Yeah, well, I always assume that those fish would just get eaten by birds and stuff, like herons. Yeah. I don't feel like you can have a fish pond in Maryland because there's one thing Maryland is good at. It's ha- we have good birds of prey. True. We have good ones. Did you know that uh osprey, they're actually called um sea eagles, I think. Well, I don't know if they're called sea eagles. That's what I call them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they're called sea Did eagles. You know I call them sea eagles. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> you can look it up. <laughs> You ever notice that? You ever pick that up about me? <laughs> I don't know if you've heard me say that. But <laughs> they're so protected that if you like winterize your boat mm. um and then an osprey just builds a nest on your boat, you just can't use your boat. Really? You just can't use it. Oh my god. Like it's against the law. That's what my dad was telling me. But that might be a thing that he just says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I just say stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that taught me they're called sea eagles. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, look at that, Jim. Everybody says they're called ospreys. That's bullshit. Jim, you got to understand. You can't tell anyone we killed the sea eagle. <laughs> if anybody asks, you didn't kill an osprey. You moved a sea eagle's <laughs> nest. <laughs> Either that or I think you have to like hire the Maryland animal control to come down and like professionally move their nest. Yeah. Which I don't know what that entails. Like You have to like, secretly do it. Which you know they're yeah. going to notice. You know. Not if they don't know it's there. No, you know the osprey is going to notice, dude. Oh, of course. <laughs> you know the osprey is going to go. If I just notice. came back to the studio one day and it was over there, <laughs> I would notice. <laughs> Did you know in the state of Maryland it is illegal to move my studio because <laughs> I am protected? <laughs> I am protected by Miss Moon. <laughs> try it. Let's fucking try it. If I build a studio on your property. <laughs> You can't move me. I'm in danger. I'm I'm the last of my kind. (laughs) (laughs) The last of a dying breed. Oh, shit. We got into this after the podcast last week, but I thought it was funny so we can talk about it. Oh, yeah. The the lyrical interpretations oh, yes, that we yes, found. Yes, yes, What was that website called again? I think it was just lyricalinterpretations.com. Makes sense. But it's like a super old website. Like a lot of the posts are from like early like 2010s. Mm-hmm. To, and then there's some more like recent posts, obviously. But like the entire website is like full of ads, but there's like thriving comment sections <laughs> of people's like personal interpretations of song lyrics. Yeah. And... There's like every song we were pulling up, it would there'd at least be like two or three people that were like, Oh yeah, I wish you would get back from that ledge, my friend. They're like, Oh yeah, that was him talking about beating off. <laughs> um yeah, the whole song is just about masturbation. <laughs> it's just a bunch of lonely dudes projecting that every song is about beating off. <laughs> 
And then like a bunch of drug addicts being like, no, I'm pretty sure it's about drugs. Yeah. This is about meth. <laughs> and then and then me being like, I'm pretty sure it's about both, dude. I'm pretty sure it's about drugs and beating off. Well, the one song that we thought was about meth, uh, I think you're saying it might have been about like a girlfriend cheating on him or something. Yeah, sex and candy. But then we watched the music video and we're like, oh yeah, this might be about meth. It might be about meth. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. I was, yeah. A bunch of weird spider legs everywhere. It's weird. Pulling veins out of the wall. Yeah. I do. Yeah, that's true, too. I didn't even think of it that way. But veins out of the wall. I do actually value those older websites, like the older forums, because I think when, like, you got to imagine that, like, in the dawning of the internet, all the knowledge that was on the internet was, like, pre-internet knowledge. Like, stuff that, because that was the same thing we were talking about with the fish. Like, when my mom went on the internet to look up how to save our fish, the internet wasn't around that long. So, like... That was age-old knowledge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody went on there and was like, I froze my fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's an article from 1922. <laughs> yeah, like, I did huh? this without consulting anyone. I just tried it. I figured, hey, and it worked. And then I put that <laughs> on the internet. And that was, like, the dawning of the internet. So, like, when I read those forums, then it's like, I almost take them with more credence than, uh, like, a forum now, because now everything's so tainted by everyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I do enjoy reading those forums, actually. I do. They're fun. I advise our listeners to go check it out and look up your favorite songs. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny because uh, when I was driving up York Road, and I was actually thinking about how we were talking about that and like reading the lyrical interpretations, and it does seem like there's really only like four topics that people write music about. Obviously, the first one's love, right? Yeah. And then I would say the second most popular is probably... Um. Well, the thing that I noticed was there's not there's a, there's not that many songs about hate. I was thinking about how it translates to like the human experience. Yeah. Like there's only so many emotions that drive you to write a song about it. Mm-hmm. Like nobody writes a song unless you're Jimmy Buffett about how good like a cheeseburger is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's tough. Or to... how dope vacation is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, unless you're a country singer. Country True. singers love writing about how dope vacation is. <laughs> Which is why it's a perfect music to listen on vacation. Exactly. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's love and then I guess it depends on the genre. But then drugs probably. Yeah, drugs is top top three at least. Mm-hmm. But I'd say, yeah, like love does that encompass like sex and heartbreak and all that shit? Well, uh, for the purpose of discussion, I would say no. I think okay. just because I'm trying to calculate the amount of songs written about love versus the amount of songs written about lost love hmm. and then the amount of songs written about lust. I think in the 50s and 60s, pretty much every song is about love or heartbreak. Because those are like the two most powerful things. Well, that was like the tamest stuff. Yeah. You couldn't really write about sex back then. Yeah, lost. You lost. talk about dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, which is a lost art. Dancing. <laughs> dancing. Dancing. <laughs> dancing. The art of the dance. And then in the 60s, they sort of like, yo, we can also write music about drugs, I bet. And they did. They were like, no, first we got to do drugs. Yeah, let's stop keeping this a secret. <laughs> we got to let people rules. know, dude. Drugs are fun. They are make really good music on this. But there's not that many songs about hate, you know? Which begs the question, maybe love is a far more powerful emotion than hate. There could be, and then we just don't know about it. Like, I I don't listen to, like, screamo music and, like, shit like that, you know? Yeah. 
Like I don't listen to like heavy rock. Yeah. Hate the only hate song I can think of is like she fucking hates me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's written from a guy that loves her. True. You know? He loves her. She hates him. If she wrote the song and was like, I fucking hate you, then that would be a song about hate. But I think he's writing about how much someone he loves hates him. I guess that's yeah. still love, yeah. That's still love. You gotta love something to hate something, I think. Mm. You know? I do believe that. That's true. You hate that uh, Monster Aid? I love this Monster Aid. <laughs> Have you tried your Monster Aid yet? I didn't make the Monster Aid. You didn't make Aid. one, dude? Make one! No, I'm, I'm the control. Oh, okay. And also, I already drank most of my Monster You have to make sure that, that I'm not just falling for how good they both are individually. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, I have to check in with you and like take a shot of Monster and a <laughs> shot of Gator and be like, oh, wait. These are just both good. Yeah. <laughs> We should do that one episode where we're just both blindfolded and have a bunch of different drinks on the table. <laughs> do you remember do you remember the um what was it? The High Life Mimosa? Yeah. That was and that was good. actually good. Yeah, that was like nice. not even like in a joking way, it was good. It was half and half. Half beer champagne, half champagne, champagne. Mm-hmm. What the hell else was I talking about today? Somebody I got in a not an argument with somebody today. I always start these by saying I got n- not in an argument. <laughs> like, I have to, like, defend. <laughs> and then usually halfway through, we're like, okay, Jimmy wasn't in an argument. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You said it you wasn't were- a crazy argument or, like, it wasn't anything outlandish, but it was an argument. <laughs> it was like, but it's like little things like that, like, somebody will casually say something and then it'll, like, make me mad not at them <laughs> but just like overall at this at the world around us that would make you say that mm. somebody was like they said uh i got a 70 percent of my paper and he gave me a c this is bullshit and i was like that's a c yeah. you got a c yeah and then they were like well you know um and then they screenshotted me an image off google and it was from like York University, which is not York College, I believe, because I almost went to York College. I know for a fact, well, maybe they were one of the only colleges to accept me. Maybe they do think 70s are Bs. But you definitely read through all of the paperwork at the college to verify what the Cs were and what the Bs were. I, a C would have been a 70. A C would have been a 70. I didn't do that when I was applying for colleges. <laughs> I was trying to help you. <laughs> I didn't read through anything when I went to college. <laughs> I barely applied. I was like, do you have a wrestling team? Good, because I'm not going to wrestle in college. But also, that's the only determining factor of how I'm going to apply to college. <laughs> <laughs> but it said, it said that um, it was like, 70 to 79 is a B. Seven, or 80 to like 85 is a B plus. It like skipped a bunch of shit. What? And then it said like 85 to 90 was an A, and then 90 to 100 was an A plus. What? What kind of metrics are those? I don't know. But they were saying it like this is like how they do stuff now. Why? Which... Well, can I like retroactively get like a four point nine GPA? I was, I was like, I would have had a like, fucking ten point eight. Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell, dude? Jesus Christ! It's just a, another example 
My parents would have had so many less talks with my teachers. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, Eric, you're a B student. It's like, why what? are they dragging me in here? <laughs> <laughs> what? I got 63%. That's A minus. <laughs> you fucking talking about, dude. It's just the perfect example of this, this generation of people. Uh, they don't like getting 70s because they don't like C's. They don't like C's, so they just change the definition of a C. And now you have a B. That's crazy. Yeah. At I least just... at York University they do that. <laughs> which I'm not hiring anybody from York University. Do they go to York University, the person you're talking about? No. <laughs> All right. Well, why do they expect that treatment? <laughs> I know. I was like, you Googled one college yeah. that you don't go to. <laughs> All right. Well, transfer for the rest of the semester. Get your B. Yeah. You're going to try back. to transfer and they be like, uh, your grades are too high. We don't even have letters for how good you are. We've never had to score anyone above an A+. Plus. Yeah. Oh, wait. You have a 3-5? You're coming from Towson? All right. You can graduate now. <laughs> All the credits. You have the, enough credits now. It just, it just, you know, so I had to type out my fucking spiel, mm. obviously. I just go I off. I had to go fix the Wikipedia page. <laughs> and I had to fix the way they thought. <laughs> Mainly, I had to correct them. Um, But I, yeah, I don't know if that's like a, a normal thing. But I do remember there was a lot of weird grading systems in college. Like it would be like. Yeah, like the curves and stuff. I don't think curves should be a thing. I disagree with curving. Whenever they benefited me, I would so be into them. <sighs> Yeah, but whenever they don't benefit you... Do they ever not benefit you? I get sad for the people that do really well. Because if you do really well on a test... <laughs> I was never one of those people. Yeah, but I mean, rarely. I, was, I always benefited from the curve. I had the classic... But I felt bad for the people who were smarter than me. <laughs> I guess I was always uh, of the libertarian mindset even in school which is they say that the, the american dream is everyone's a future millionaire so mm. even people that are poor will still vote in favor of stuff for rich people because everyone thinks they're eventually gonna be rich which i don't think is an unhealthy way to live like i in high school planned on one day getting an a for real and so i was always like damn i got like a 61 percent on this test and now that's a b but it doesn't feel earned you know what i'm saying I guess. But also, there's no way to go back and re-get those grades. Or is there? <laughs> or is there? <laughs> this is the, where we start our going back to school arc. <laughs> going back to high school on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Live from the school. I wonder if we could do that. Do you think you could sit on... If you could do a Billy Madison. Is that... Could you do that? Could you go back to high school? I don't think so. I guess you would have to get a GED. Yeah, you'd have to go to like night school or something. But Billy Madison... I don't Madison, think they'd let you go back to school with kids. I don't know. Maybe you got... Maybe. <laughs> Has anyone asked? <laughs> Has anyone tried? Has anyone tried? Did we all just watch <laughs> Billy Madison and just accept that and then just assume it's not true? What if it is true? I don't think it's true, dude. I think there's like, you know... That would have been a shitty movie if he just got his GED. <laughs> yeah, if he just went to night school. Yeah. Just didn't talk to anyone. Yeah, that'd be awful. Just put his nose to the grindstone. Didn't wind up <laughs> pissing his pants and marrying his kindergarten teacher. And 
all the classic stuff that I wanted to do in school. I always wanted to go back to kindergarten as an adult. <laughs> I always thought I'd Going shine back more. with my knowledge now. <laughs> I remember when I was 27, I thought if I just knew then what I knew now, I would have aced kindergarten. It would have been. wouldn't a have double dipped. Fucking joke. I would have been there and be like, are you guys fucking kidding me? This is easy. No, we're playing house. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, the, our test today was just to draw something, anything, just draw something. I could do that. <laughs> I remember that was the, I, I, to this day, I remember that was the first ever assignment I was given in school. I walked in <laughs> to Miss McConnell's class and she said, okay, today you're just going to draw a picture. And I remember I still like failed it. <laughs> Like, she was like, why does this guy have so many heads? And I was like, you didn't give me any specifics on... <laughs> Draw something. This is something. It's, it's a trick assignment. Yeah, what the fuck? And then for it's my... psyche valve. <laughs> and then for my next assignment, I just fully... We had to write a story, and I just fully plagiarized... <laughs> A Keenan and Kel episode. <laughs> Just word for word. <laughs> I think I even used the characters. Character Keenan and Kel. Oh my god. <laughs> that fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> a kindergarten, kindergartner walking into class with homework that's literally like a full page script for a TV show. <laughs> What if she thought that was, like, actually yours? I don't... See, here's the thing. I don't know if she didn't know that. Are you serious? Because I, like, went all out. Like, we, it had to be, like, an illustrated story, so I, like, drew, like, two black kids and fucking, like, this whole story about how they went... Soda. Like, scene for scene. Hell yeah. And, uh... I think I think eventually she called on. She was like, I'm pretty sure this is a, not your story. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I've already failed my first two school assignments ever. <laughs> and that was when I knew this is not going to be a good run for me. It's just not. I failed draw a picture and write a story. Any story. There was no word limit in kindergarten. They were just impressed if you could do words. That's fucking insane. But I tell you what I was good at. Writing letters correctly. Now, letters Ooh. and numbers, so many people write their letters wrong. Like, if you look at people's handwriting. Like how you draw a character? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Yes. How do you write a four? Wrong. What? Bing, bong, bong? Yeah. No, that's just the... It's like, so you can do it in one stroke, but the way I write, I feel like I can do that quicker. I remember I had a parent-teacher conference where my Miss Shank called my father into the office to tell him that I wrote my T's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting you with literally anything they could. Technicalities, dude. <laughs> what? Anything. <laughs> what trouble were you causing? Literally uh, nothing, probably, Trouble right? with a capital T, bro. That's what I was fucking causing, dude. Just pissing teachers off left and right. Just going up the chalkboard and being like, up and across I'm like no it's down and across i was like it's still a fucking t yeah the end result is there yeah how do you first of all how did you know how i wrote that <laughs> are you a handwriting analysis an maybe analyst? she's watching you do it i don't know that's creepy don't be watching me do that shit dude yeah what are you a pedophile <laughs> you're watching how i write yeah 
Yeah, don't so mind fuck. my P's and Q's. I mind my own fucking P's and Q's. Yeah, don't look at my hand. Mm. That's fucking weird. So what if I'm right-handed? Yeah, I'm, I was left-handed. And that was a thing she didn't consider, I don't think. Mm. I don't know. She called, yeah, she had a parent-teacher conference where she basically, like, complained about the way I wrote my letters and then told him, other than that, he's a good student. <laughs> it's like... What First the of all, there's so many other things you could have listed. You that know I know I've done worse shit than this. <laughs> yeah. I guess I remember being so nervous. I remember being like so nervous. My dad took me in there, and then they sat in the office. And he was like, "Okay, Jim, go out in the playground and play." And so the whole time, I'm on like the monkey bars, being like, "Oh my god, I hope she doesn't bring up the tea thing. <laughs> I'm in deep trouble <laughs> if my dad finds out I'm writing my teas wrong." And then I come back, and I was like, "So what'd you say?" He's like, "Everything's good, Jim. Everything's good." But I guess at that point, he just realized, like, my son is autistic. Like, thank fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> he was my like, wait, like, the T's? My dad's like, I had to That's take time it? out of my self-employed day, <laughs> out of my not job, to come here and learn about how my son also doesn't write well. <laughs> Damn. Were you ever in... I did do a spit of the... Uh, I think me and my brother both had to do it. I probably talked about it on the podcast before, but we in like elementary school we had to do like speech therapy. I think you mentioned that, but I forgot kind of about it. Basically, like you just get taken out like during English class every once in a while to because uh, what we had was called like palialia. Palialia. Yeah, where we'd like repeat stuff under our breath, which without is noticing it. It's an incredibly, like, ironic name for that disease. Yeah. Because <laughs> you literally repeat it. Pally Alley. Pally Alley. Pally Alley. I have Pally Alley. Yeah. Damn, dude. Dude, if you had Tourette's, too, that would suck. Yeah. If they called Tourette's, like, fuck shit, bitch. Like, I have that disease. They called that disease that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not being insensitive. That's just the medical <laughs> That's term. That's the medical term. Fuck shit, bitch. Uh, but, yeah, it was weird because it was, like, we did it for like a year each, and then they were like, oh, yeah, you're fine. You just stop repeating stuff? Yeah, I guess. How I do you know. fix that? I don't know. And also, I feel like I would, I did it because my brother did it. <laughs> like, that's, I just like saw him as like, okay, this is how you do shit. Like, give me an example of like a sentence you would say with Pallialia. I mean, it's not like sentence specific, but it would just be like if we were talking and then, okay, now the conversation is over. Like, I would just say over like that, under my breath. But I wouldn't know I was saying it. Did you ever get to the bottom of, like... Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad you don't do that anymore, I'm just going to say. Yeah, it'd be creepy, it'd be right? weird. It'd be really creepy. If you were like, it'd be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> that was it'd creepy. be creepy, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. By the way, palialia is a Greek word. Pali, pali means again, and mm-hmm. uh Aleni means saying. So it means say it again. Say it again. Say it again. I mean, we would have been... I used to do a joke about it where I was like, me and my brother either were like super creepy around our parents, probably, (laughs) or like they probably thought they like sinned by accident somehow. (laughs) We fucked up somewhere around the line. Yeah, like something fucked up at... Both of our kids are fucking little demon recorders. (laughs) Um, Or like we could have been dope like rappers. We did our own ad libs. Yeah, you did your own ad libs. <laughs> Unconsciously <laughs> doing our own ad libs. Holy shit. I'm interested. Like, I know you probably did that because Alex did it. 
Yeah. Alex is Eric's brother. But I'm interested to know what would make someone have that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many weird ticks. That, that, that one, the fact that it has a name means it's common, you mm-hmm. know? Because, like, I still to this day kind of do this blinky thing. But mm-hmm. not that much anymore. Yeah. I had to stop because that was another parent-teacher conference. I had to stop. I had to stop. <laughs> First they came for the T's, <laughs> then they came for my squints. Like then they came for my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Always starts with T's and moves to the eyes. But that one's like there was no like name for that. You're like your son has fucked up blinking syndrome. <laughs> your son has. You need to teach your son how to blink. Now I'm doing it again, dude. <laughs> Whenever I talk about it, it like conjures that thing in my brain. Yeah. Where my brain's like, remember how cool that was? Though? Remember how yeah, fun this? <laughs> my brain's like blink. But you like blink it. Really <laughs> blink really hard. Blink really hard. For no reason. Trust me, it'll be worth it. Who cares if they notice? <laughs> Just wait till they look away. <laughs> <laughs> Just hold it back, hold it back. Okay, no one's listening. <laughs> Looking. <laughs> I used to do that certain... Get him out, get him out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, like right now, I just use me laughing as an excuse to blink. <laughs> and no one will ever know. <laughs> I just blinked. I blinked really hard. I blinked normal, but just harder than normal. <laughs> it's not the tick. <laughs> I blink with passion. I make every blink count. That's my motto. Yeah, man. You got to make, make every blink count. You got to. You only blink you gotta so stop many. and blink the blinks. <laughs> blink 182 was my favorite band. You had to get 182 blinks in a day. That's what you <laughs> thought that meant. Uh, how many, I guess, we did math before the podcast and discovered that the Rent song is perfectly accurate. It checks out. 525,600 minutes. And uh, that is, in case I was wondering, the exact amount of minutes in a year. Yeah. Which minutes, uh, minutes are made up. Seconds are made up. The only real measurements of time are days and years, I'm pretty sure. Huh. Because a day is how long it takes the sun to rotate once. And then a year is how long it takes the sun, how long it takes the earth. Did I say the sun the first time? How long it takes the Earth to rotate around the sun? Around no, no, that's a year. Okay, um, but weeks—that's not a thing. There's no such thing as a week. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. There's no like scientific thing like every time the Earth does this, that's a week. It's like no, it's just every time you tell me it's been a week, that's a week. You know? Yeah. Which I is usually total. have to listen to that song. Yeah. <laughs> every Monday. Every. <laughs> It's been one week since you looked at... Is that the song you're talking about? Yeah, but I cut it off after one week. <laughs> yeah, but then I pally alley it. Yeah. <laughs> since you looked at me. <laughs> since you looked at me. Oh. <laughs> you're using the <laughs> monster aid as a mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was using it as an excuse to blank. <laughs> <laughs> Just love... I can't believe I did that. I, wo- I woke a demon in myself, dude. I used yeah. to do that when I was serving at the restaurant, like... When I say the restaurant, I mean all the restaurants, because I did that all the time. Yeah. And tables would just be like, are you okay? And they probably thought I was like cracked out. They were like, oh, oh yeah. our server is, he's yeah, got he's something. tweaking. Else. He's tweaking. But I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind, uh, somebody was fired from one of my former jobs I found recently because the owners found out he was doing heroin. Ooh. But here's the thing. The first question I asked was, did it affect his performance? Because apparently 
he was just doing fine. Huh. And like, I was like, He might have just been real sleepy. (laughs) I don't think he was even doing it at work. I just think they found out that he was doing heroin like on his own time, which I think is like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's okay. I mean, like, I'm not, I wouldn't recommend it. I'm not, I mean, yeah. Endorsing heroin. Like, yeah, he's not shooting up at work, but also it's like, I don't know. At a certain point, it's like, do I want a guy who's doing heroin serving food to people? <laughs> not really. Maybe not. I don't know. It's like... I want him cooking the food. I want him cooking food, dude. He'd be really <laughs> into it, dude. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I understand why they did it, but there's certain jobs where it's like, dude, he's making like $10 an hour. Let him do heroin. Like, I don't know. Unless it, I've always been an advocate of uh, if it doesn't affect your job, then it shouldn't affect your job. Hmm. You know, like if you're a functioning alcoholic, but if you don't show up to your job wasted, I don't think you should be fired because they found out that you just drank a whole bunch over the weekend. We heard you were super hungover on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Monday, dude. I'm here. Yeah, I'm and only I'm a little hungover now. <laughs> <laughs> a little hungover. <laughs> just like any other day of the week. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> You should see me when I'm not hungover. <laughs> not much better. I don't know. I guess that's uh, not a topic that many people will see eye to eye with me on. Yeah, I don't... I'm just <sighs> not sure... Like, yeah, I get that, like, it wasn't affecting his performance. So, like, there was no real grounds to fire him. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, I don't know. It's up to the establishment at that point. It might just be harder to squeak by if it's like a chain type thing. Well, you know, it kind of falls into that whole debate where people are like drug tests for jobs are bullshit, which I think for the most part, kind of true. Like, yeah, for sure. I can understand like if you're applying for like, like a job like Dan has where it's like a government job and they're like, but still it's like. He can't smoke weed. Why not? You know? Yeah, he doesn't have a government-issued firearm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I guess I just never understood how somebody who pays you $12 an hour can just be like, well, you can't you can't have fun. Why can't I have fun, dude? I don't have fun when I'm here, and now you won't even let me have fun when I'm not here. This sucks. I've just never heard someone call heroin fun before. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's fucking fun, dude. Nobody would do heroin if it was boring. Yeah, true. Nobody does heroin. It's like, boring. <laughs> Is that all you got? <laughs> it's fucking fun, I think. I think. Any drug that's been around that long is fun, I would imagine. You know? Coke? Fun. Coke's fun. Weed? Can be fun. Drinking? Super fucking fun. <laughs> Wouldn't be around if it wasn't. Wouldn't be around if it wasn't. Um, Sipping lean? I think that's kind of heroin, right? It's codeine? Yeah. Just like hospital heroin. No, I think you're thinking of morphine. I mean, I think both of them are opiates, which is what heroin is. Codeine? I don't fucking know anything about it's anything. It's like promethazine? Yeah, promethazine sounds right. I don't know what that is either, but that just sounds like another thing I'd read on the back of a, a cough bottle syrup. of cough yeah, syrup. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like promethazine, acetophetamine, right? That's another thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know the names of all these things. I just don't know anything about them. Like if I if I like picked up my Gatorade and I saw acetaminophil in here, I'd be like, all right, I guess they put that in Gatorade Some sort too. Sort of amino acid, I guess. I don't <laughs> is this, know. Uh, is that a is that a vitamin? Pre workout. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. I didn't mean to advocate for. <laughs> dude, you're just advocating needles right now. I don't advocate needle usage. <laughs> I don't. I think that is... You think is, he was uh, shooting, or was he just... Uh, I still... My mind just goes straight back to the like middle school health video, where it's like the kid doing heroin and then like dying and his parents finding him. Yeah, but it's not everybody. I did this to I, me. I, I'm certain. I did this to me. <laughs> I did this to me. I wonder if they still show that one or if they've like made it like more modern where it's because that was made in like the 80s and like l- probably early 90s where like yeah. heavy metal was in. I wonder if they made like a new version where it was like a fucking like like fucking trap trap song. It was like, <laughs> I did this. Skirt. <laughs> I did this to me. Um, I guarantee you that there are people that can function. Uh, I was actually, I was listening to something and this guy wrote it and he was like, Hey, like I have a nice paying job. I go home, I get some heroin, I do it. And then, you know, I just limit myself to one heroin a day or whatever the measurement is. (laughs) One heroin per day keeps, keeps the job away. And, uh, (laughs) but not for me. And, uh, I mean, it sounded like he was doing fine. I think it kind of falls along the lines of everything in moderation. I'm not going to do it, you know, but I think uh, it kind of falls along the lines of like to each his own, you know? I think there are people with perfectly manageable cocaine habits. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I'll say I'll say this. I think everything in moderation is a good message, but personally... I don't want anyone in our audience doing heroin. <laughs> Look, if, if don't use Jimmy as the okay to do heroin. If you're taking my advice right now, uh, seriously enough to consider doing heroin, you're probably already on heroin. <laughs> so I'm not too too worried about anybody out there in the audience <laughs> jumping ship just now. I am worried about some of you sleeper cell blinkers out there that are fucking blinking your faces off though. I know this conversation was triggering. Oh yeah, that there's was lo- like the secret message. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there. He's re- activated a bunch of blinkers, <laughs> relapsing on blinking. <laughs> That's how you're gonna know who listens to our podcast or not. Just in everyday life, you're gonna run into somebody be like, "Yo, what's up?" You're like, "Yo, what's up?" <laughs> like, you listen to the podcast? Yeah. Why are you doing? Why are you doing the Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> Walking around with a Sprite and Fanta, blinking their asses off, Ooh, not dude. doing heroin because they listened intently to my message. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, though, uh, yeah, none of my, I don't think anyone I know has been fired for doing heroin before. Well, I don't really know. Like, it's amazing. Heroin's such a broad spectrum because I've always looked at it as like needles, that's when you cross into junkie zone to me. And a lot of people think that way about snorting. They think, look, mm-hmm. you fucking snort something. That's when you cross over from like casual drug use to junkie. I don't necessarily think that. Um, but I don't think anybody casually shoots up. You yeah, know? that's true. Like that is a whole different level of shit. 
you know? So, but also, you can fucking pop a Xan. I know that's not technically heroin. It's like some other type of shit that's like also bad, I hear. Yeah, that's a whole other issue, too. But like pills, you know, I guess you're still technically a junkie if you're addicted to pills. I'm sorry if junkie is a derogatory term. Is that a rude thing to call somebody a junkie? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what else to call you. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. It's uh yeah, I think I think people get mixed up about pills just because like they're legal if you have a prescription. But yeah, dude, Xanax will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. A lot of pills will fuck you up. It definitely will. That's why I stick to Tums. Uh which even that uh I've developed a slight dependency on. Ooh. I'm a Tom addict now. Oh, no. Not really. <laughs> I'm not fucking standing on street corners. Do you like the taste of Tums now? I've always liked the taste of Tums. In fact, really? even before I knew what Tums tasted like, <laughs> I always imagined they tasted really good. But I said to myself, Jim, don't go down that road, dude. Don't fucking do it to yourself. First Tums, then what? Sidewalk chalk? <laughs> <laughs> but it is... Uh, I think that's one of those things with age. Like, one of the things that I stayed away from, thankfully, is chapstick. Mm. Because I understand that these things are manufactured to be conducive to dependency. I never need chapstick because I never use chapstick. And everyone who uses chapstick always needs chapstick. They're always asking and shit. Yo, anybody got any chapstick? It's like, dude, you just should have never used it. Yeah. You should. Like, I don't like using it in the summer, but in the winter, I definitely need to use it. Just because, like, it's so cold. Your lips, like, crack open from the cold. It yeah, sucks. I yeah. hate that shit. I do get chapped lips once a year. But I just... By the way, is there a, a little thing of cherry chapstick on the microwave over there? There is. All right, let me get that. Because now I'm just... Because <laughs> I got chapped lips now. I'm about to start this habit. I'm about to... I'm starting all kinds of habits tonight. <laughs> I'm going to become a chapstick head, dude. Hell yeah. I bought this... Uh, when I was 19 years old, Jesus, on my way, this is this is how you little- still have that yeah. chapstick. Uh-huh. Oh my god, mm-hmm. cherry chapstick. I got it because uh, I was on my way to hang out with a girl I really liked. Mm. I took the bus up to go see her in Lutherville. You know, what I'm Luther talking about. Trill. Luther Trill. Yeah, yeah. And I had to take the bus because I couldn't be seen driving around that area. The, <laughs> this is when the beef was at its height, dude. I had to stay below the 695 exit, dude. Couldn't come up this way. So this is wait. So what year is this again? I was 19, so this would have been 2011. It's 2011 chapstick, I believe. God, damn. I think. Yep. It's says right 10 there. Ten years old. 2000. It doesn't actually say that. I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. The point of this story is, is that I bought it to hang out with the girl because um, I was sure we were going to finally kiss. I was certain of it. And this is around the time when Katy Perry had come out with the song, or a little bit after. This is when we were working at Planet Fitness. Oh, my God. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> I kissed a girl, and I liked it. And I was like, ooh, I'm about to like this. But also, she's about to the like this. The taste of Why? her cherry chapstick. And I was like, I got Katy Perry on my side, son. <laughs> you wanted to taste like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like, Dude, I'll tell you, man. 
I bought it, and I felt like I was buying condoms at the same <laughs> I walked, you, like walked up embarrassed to the yeah. register. <laughs> like, ooh, cherry chapstick. Somebody's getting laid tonight. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Probably thought I was about to blow somebody with a fucking cherry chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> Which I probably had the same amount of chances for either one of those uh, that yeah. night, because I fucking blew it. There's it's, nothing worse than... either. <laughs> Driving up to Lutherville for the one reason or going to the lipstick party. <laughs> Give that chapstick some real use. There's only... <laughs> yeah, there's no worse way to fail than to than to completely, like, just bomb with a girl while wearing cherry chapstick. <laughs> while smelling like cherry chapstick. Because you probably, like, lathered up in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know how much to put on. I'd never put on chapstick before. <laughs> I, was, I thought it was, like, lip gloss. I was, like, I was like taking photos before Instagram filters, dude. But I was looking good, I imagine, dude. I probably walked up. She's like, what are you wearing? <laughs> Did you have lipstick on? Why do you smell like cherries? So that didn't work out for me. So if anybody's... Th- don't... I guess don't... Don't get chapstick unless don't get you're chapstick. like me and need it. But if you're like Jimmy, don't get it. But also start using it now. Yeah. <laughs> start using it, but not cherry, I guess. I don't know. I still, I mean, I like this, dude. It tastes good. And I'm glad. <laughs> Snacking on this for years. Yeah. <laughs> I love the taste of my own cherry chapstick, dude. It makes me feel like everything I say is more like. <laughs> it sounds like you're sucking your own dick. <laughs> I like the taste of my cherry chapstick. That's a euphemism for cherry chapstick. But I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah. For dogs, it's Red Rocket. For white dudes, it's cherry chapstick. Cherry chapstick, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. I wonder if I ever have kissed a girl with this cherry chapstick. Oh. I'm sure at some point I have. Hmm. I mean, I've clearly used it a couple times. It's here. I think she asked to to use it. I think when we were hanging out, she asked if she could have some. Which, if I were older, I would have been like, I got some right here. That would have been fucking smooth, dog. Smooth. Smooth. But I didn't have that kind of game when I was back then, when I was back then, <laughs> when I was back then, if I knew what I knew now, nah. when I was back then, <laughs> just slowly devolving, <laughs> just losing your mind, <laughs> just falling back into all my old habits. No wonder Jimmy needs to go back through school again. His mind. <laughs> It's failing. I've never seen someone unlearn 15 years of education in one and a half hours. He couldn't even tell a story by the end. He just plagiarized a Keenan and Kel episode to close out the podcast. He just kept showing pictures he drew of Keenan and Kel. <laughs> More heads than they should have. Oh, man. Fuck um shit <laughs> what were we talking about <laughs> my fucking claims to fame when i was younger dude my glory days <laughs> my peak <laughs> my peak i peaked when i walked home from lutherville in the blistering cold <laughs> with cherry chapstick um, unkissed <laughs> Fresh seal on my lips. <laughs> just walking. Unbroken. <laughs> just walking down York Road looking at the ground in a backpack. People are like, what is this guy doing? He definitely did not get laid. <laughs> I just oozed I don't fuck when I was 19, dude. There's something. Oh, yeah. I remember a girl. I mean, me too. Yeah. I mean, but it's. I remember a girl saying that she was like, 
I can just tell you're a virgin. And I was like, I was still trying to be like, <laughs> that's crazy. What? <laughs> well, your fucking virgin door is off, bitch. Because I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I was sweating before I talked to you. And it wasn't because I was thinking that I eventually had to talk to you. It was because it's hot. It's hot. Yeah, I mean, I'm nervous. I'm nervous, but not because of you. I'm nervous because I might have to have sex again. For the what's uh, the first time? Six. Sixtieth time? Sixtieth Oh my god, I've had sex so many times I lost count. I remember, I remember I was such a virgin that when I would talk to my friends who weren't virgins and they would say like, I would literally like they have their girlfriends be like, oh yeah, you guys have sex? And they'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, dude, how many times? <laughs> who knows how many... No. <laughs> Who knows how many times you've had sex with somebody? I yeah. used to count. I remember telling Scott, I was like, dude, I had sex with that girl like six times so far. <laughs> he was, and then he remembered that for some reason. He would always uh, quote yeah. that as like a, a good stat. He's like, dude, you had sex with her like six times. Like, I know, dude. Fucking six times. Uh, dude, we were so young. I know. It was a big deal, dude. Now I couldn't even tell you, you know? It's definitely more than six, though. <laughs> more than six, for sure. Hey. I was. Please. <laughs> I know I'm blushing, but it's not because I'm lying. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, girls have that sixth sense, sixth sense about things where they can just, they can smell desperation and they can smell virginity. You know, whereas I don't really know if you can, I, I don't really know if I can sense a girl virgin. I don't have that. You know, mm. I've talked to girls that have surprised the hell out of me. Um, just like, casual banter like co-workers and stuff that i thought were like perfectly innocent angels and they like blew my fucking mind with their stats and i was like what the hell and then i've talked to girls that i thought were fucking freaks that were like oh i've only had sex with like one dude ever i was like what you know yeah radar way off yeah but i don't have good radar for any of that stuff i have terrible gaydar i'm always surprised out of my mind I'm gay. <laughs> I don't even know what I am, dude. How am I supposed to know what you are? Sure, I'm wearing cherry chapstick right now. And don't know if I've ever had sex with a girl or not. Doesn't mean I'm gay. You can't be gay when you haven't had sex with either, dude. <laughs> That's what pissed me off. I was like, I'm not even technically straight. I wasn't even technically straight until I was 21. I was just a poser. I just wished I was straight. For 21 years, I just wished I was straight. You faked it till you made it, dude. You faked being straight until you actually were. I had to become straight very late in life. Converted from what? Nothing. The only guy... Oh, <laughs> I've only ever had sex with myself and my couch. I don't know what I am. <laughs> and one time a potato. So I don't know what that one makes. One time. <laughs> one time. It was college. I was experimenting. I fucked a potato. But objectively, they're all girls. <laughs> <laughs> At least I think, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right now, it's a hypothesis. <laughs> But um, now I think, uh, you know, uh, girls will sometimes wear stuff. And I do. I do like when girls wear, like, 
the most recent girl I kissed did have uh, some flavor of chapstick on, mm. which really I was into it, you know, um, just because I wish it was me. <laughs> 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 yeah, Liz will get, um, she gets us fancy like lip balms nice. from uh, Glossier, I think that's how you say it. A Glossier, is that a store i think it's like an online store okay i thought that was like a person who specialized like a sommelier <laughs> like a gloss i'm a, a glossier, glossier. <laughs> I'm a glossier. <laughs> yeah he eats the chapstick in front of you <laughs> hmm, 2011 cherry yep. chapstick this is gay <laughs> take that uh but no i got a yeah i got mint i got mango Ooh. and then this like red berry one all of them are very good do you ever mix those like you do with your soda no. <laughs> One lip is mint. Suicide lip balm. <laughs> like a camel crush, but for your mouth, it's like bottom is cherry. But if you crush, that would be crazy. Menthol. If I did like uh, Neop- or Napoleon ice cream oh. with a chapstick, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, like each quadrant. That would be sweet, dude. Maybe, hey, maybe I'll try become that when a, I get home. Maybe I'll become a glossier, dude. Maybe I'll get real into it. You yeah, know? man. We've been both saying we need hobbies. Somebody asked me what my hobbies were, and I was like, I. I don't know. I play online chess sometimes. Does that count as a hobby? Oh yeah, I think so. You have you have hobbies. You have cool hobbies. Um, I don't really know <laughs> any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know uh, you. I play video games. And... You play video games. Is that a hobby? I think so. I have a very stringent definition of what a hobby it's is. It's not a sport. It's not a sport. But sports can be a hobby. True. Yeah. I can only think of like knitting. That's like a classic hobby. I feel like. Oh yeah, I knit. I'm like that is Knitting. a fucking hobby. Yeah, it's definitely not a sport. Maybe uh, is walking a hobby? <laughs> is going to the gym a hobby? You go to the gym, dude. It's a lifestyle. It's working. Yeah, working out's not a hobby. It's I a only lifestyle. have lifestyles, bro. Okay. This podcast is sponsored by Lifestyle Comics. <laughs> lifestyle Comics. <laughs> if it's for free, it's for me. Lifestyle. <laughs> Only 99% effective. <laughs> that should be. I've always. Okay, so when they say birth control is 99.9% effective, or actually, I think it's more like 99.2% effective. These are only stats that you look up when you're convinced you got somebody pregnant. Yeah. You need those moments. It's kind of like when some when GameStop, GameStop had the big crash and then everybody instantly became a stock expert. Yeah. I learn vast amounts of information about the female reproductive system when I think I got somebody pregnant. Oh, of course. <laughs> I like I but I then become every a guy time it happens again, you have to relearn I had to everything. Re- yeah, I had to watch YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. So this is when you like I couldn't tell you when somebody ovulates, you know. I'm always like I just kind of coasted through life with the very safe assumption that girls can't get pregnant on the period. Which, I don't even know if that's true. I think it is. I hope it is. Because all the stuff that would be the baby is getting gunked washed out. Washed out. Washed out. But then I wonder... I Would you rather find out tomorrow that you got somebody pregnant or find out that you're sterile? Whew. I don't know. That's a tough one. I guess. 
I'd rather find out pregnant, I guess. I don't know. Me too. Because if I found out I was sterile, I'd be like, okay, I guess the plus side is no more birth control or contraceptive or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, ah, one day I wanted to have a kid. Yeah. And then the first one's like, all right, well, I guess I knocked that out of the way now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And once the, every kid gets my life easier. off for like 18 years. Yeah, yeah, get back to it. <laughs> Meet you right back here. That's when retirement makes sense. Exactly. When you have a kid. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I agree that uh, I would rather find out, unfortunately, but that's when I realized. I was like, wow, I eventually want a kid more than I don't want a kid right now. Yeah. You know? Because I... Because if I have a kid right now, at least maybe five years down the road, I'll want it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll learn to like him. Yeah. I might not be there the first couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Either by choice or, uh, you know, circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> you sent him a birthday card on the sixth birthday. Hey, you're really starting to grow on me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's maybe here's the last four digits of my phone number. Try to piece the rest together <laughs> by next year. Yeah, not having kids. I think it's mainly because I selfishly, I mean, I look at dogs the same way. I don't want to rescue a dog. I'm Mm. sorry. I know a lot of people get very uptight about this, but I don't want to rescue a dog. I want a puppy. I want a fucking puppy. Yeah, that's part of the best part about having a dog, Literally, like, like, the best part, I feel like. Definitely not when they're old as fuck. Yeah. You know? Like, obviously, you love them, and so you keep them, but then eventually you kill them. Yeah. You know, which is literally what you do, which is kind of crazy that you can just do that. But yeah, imagine just having like a desk for 14 years and then being like, all right, I gotta, I gotta go, man. <laughs> Taking you to the vet to get a lethal injection. A desk. I like, <laughs> I like how you use a desk as a more extreme example. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, killing a dog, but like, imagine if you had to put your desk to sleep. Because that would just be painful. You raise it from the time it was a chair <laughs> all the way from the time it was a little, <laughs> a little chair. chair. <laughs> I want to buy a desk that's already a table and raise it. You don't even know what kind of table it is, dude. <laughs> I buy all my furniture starting off as other furniture. And then I build it because I trust the process, dude. I trust the process. Dogs are, you got to, you, because you have to instill your personality on dogs have personalities they do and uh i don't want some other dude's personality in my dog yeah you know he obviously sucked he gave the dog away all cool people i know have cool dogs and also all attractive people i know most of them have cute dogs true and a lot of ugly people have ugly dogs (laughs) i've noticed Uh, i don't know if i've noticed that but i do notice like whenever like kind of an ugly dog looks like their owner yeah and all the ugliest people i know have cats <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i i really we tugged on somebody's heartstrings last week i don't really know anyone who has cats i know a few cats are really big with um girls in their mid-20s girls mm-hmm. in their mid-20s love cats dude they know love- who, who else likes cats uh girls in their mid-50s yeah yeah. You are single. Single. <laughs> well, yeah, it's girls in their mid 20s that are single too. I think there's something that gets know. triggered they in just a... keep getting more cats instead yeah. of a partner. <laughs> I think so. Uh yeah, but 
I, I so stay angry. Guys. Stay angry, guys. Keep hitting Jimmy up. <laughs> if you have a cat, I know I'm in. Um, the same way I look at dogs, coincidentally, is the same way I look at children. I, I guess if I ever got to the wherewithal to adopt a kid, I would. You know, but you'd have to be cool. Yeah, I had to chill with him. Like, can you chill with a kid for a while before you adopt him? Yeah, I feel like I'd want like a angels in the outfield situation where like I know the kid a little bit first. Yeah, and like he kind of already like proves his place. Yeah, and then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna be a good guy, and you can live with me, buddy. Yeah, I'm imagining it's kind of the same way you you start a relationship with a girl. You don't just go up to a girl and be like, hey, you want to be my wife? What we're yeah. trying to say is we we just want to date children. <laughs> Not like platonically. Before we adopt them. Yeah, you can't date a kid before like try try it. You know, <laughs> try uh, him out. You know, Woody Allen dated a couple kids before he picked Soon Yi or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Her name was. <laughs> exactly. You want to make sure you're compatible. Take and him out. And then he dated see. her for real. I can't and take, married her. <laughs> I can't take a couple kids out to the movies just to see if there's chemistry. <laughs> Just to see if there's something there. <laughs> what a fucking loser kid. You go watch a movie. In a father-son way. In a father in a loving parent way. Yeah. And see if, you know, how it works out. And then, you know, just like in regular relationships, if it doesn't, you just kind of ghost them. You just kind of ghost a kid. <laughs> Just, you know, leave them there. Say you're going to go get a refill on the popcorn, but ditch them. <laughs> ditch them. Oh, no. I mean, but oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is my dream. Look, look. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Being completely honest, a lot of foster parenthoods do not work out. I've known a lot of foster kids. They have a very fucked up time in life because they mm. get brought in by families that don't actually like them. And then they get transferred to another family. It's like a breakup. Can you imagine your father coming in your room and be like, it's not working out, dude. Yeah. It's, it's not uh, me. It's you. <laughs> they do like the opposite. We thought it'd be fun to buy like a, someone else's kid. And we're realizing <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. You just, you know, you weren't like the description on the website. So we're going to have to take you back. You're still under warranty. <laughs> I really hope you understand. <laughs> do you know how much of that could be evaded? If we could do what we were saying. <laughs> if you had like a library rental system of kids and yeah. it's kind of like rent to own. <laughs> <laughs> Just things to think about, dude. I mean, honestly, it sounds crazy, but I mean, if you really get down to the nitty gritty of it, it kind of almost makes sense. A little bit. A little bit. But I want, like, I want, again, not selfishly, but I want, like, I want somebody to have my genes, you know? Like, somebody just be like, that's like a little me, you know? And uh, I guess if I found out that I couldn't have a kid, like if I was sterile, I guess back in the day, did you literally have to get somebody to fuck your wife for you? Like, I know now you don't have to. I, I mean, how far back in the day? Because, like, back, back, back in the day, like, everyone would be raised, like, communally. So it wouldn't even matter who, like, the dad was. Oh, yeah, you're thinking like way, the, way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, pre-civilization. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm pretty sure uh, there always had to be some level of, like, that's my kid, right? I'm pretty sure that's my kid. 
like before marriage, you know? Yeah. Marriage is pretty old. Like, it is interesting because it is something that transcends, like, every culture. It's not a religious thing. When people say marriage is a religious thing, it's like, I'm pretty sure, like, every culture has marriage. Even the ones that aren't religious. Yeah. Sometimes people that aren't religious get married, you know? You can go to fucking China. They're getting married. (laughs) They don't believe in fucking God and Christian shit like we do. They believe in some other shit. But they still believe in getting married. And I think that's, like, human nature. There's something about, like, when when you're hanging out with a girl... Even when we were fucking like monkey men, you see some other fucking monkey ass dude walking up (laughs) trying to talk to your girl. You're just like, dude, clearly we're together. There's not a word for it yet. We haven't invented this idea yet. So I'm just going to rip your dick off and eat your nuts. Exactly. (laughs) Now you can't have a kid. And now you're going to have to meekly walk up to me and ask me to fuck your not actual wife. But unfortunately, there's no word for this. <laughs> Just be thankful we haven't invented this concept yet. <laughs> because if we did, I would be fucking your wife. But now I'm just fucking... My wife. My wife. Because <laughs> I just invented the word. <laughs> That's it. My wife. <laughs> my wife! <laughs> Sir, who did he fuck? I don't know how to say it. It's like a chick that's... <laughs> I'm not getting it. What are you... I don't know. It's like the chick that he locked down. Only he can fuck her. (laughs) If anyone else does, he gets fucking pissed. It's like, they definitely had girlfriends, right? Back in those days? I mean, dude, fucking like penguins have relationships like that. Wives? They have wives, dude. (laughs) They have wives, dude. They do have wives. They are very monogamous. Um, Do they have friends, though? Do animals have friends is the real question. I wonder when, like, friendship was invented. Fox and the Hound, 1982. (laughs) Pretty sure it's not when that movie came out. I don't know. (laughs) But that probably is when friends started. First time animals became friends. (laughs) I thought you were saying it's the first time humans became friends. It's like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure our parents had friends. You're still talking about animals. (laughs) Well, I'm talking about both, dude. Humans are the Humans, animals, and friends. Those are the three things we're talking about right now. Friends? How were you someone's friend before language was invented? Like, would I just, Mm. like, if you and I existed in, like, 80,000 BC. Yeah. And we were just, like, chilling somewhere, like, hanging out, picking berries or no that's we'd not, go like hunting we'd be or hunting. something we'd be hunting or like maybe you liked hunting and i liked fucking fucking <laughs> and so i'd like fuck your wife <laughs> while i hunt and then you'd give me some of the hunt yeah and then i'd come back and i'd be like this seems like a very one-sided deal dude we are definitely not friends nah, dude it's communism everyone does their part <laughs> i go out and hunt all day and you fuck both of our wives <laughs> who, it's just a job man clock who in, agreed to out. this deal dude gotta separate the work from pleasure man <laughs> Jimmy, you're really good at hunting. Jimmy, you're the best hunter we know. I suck at sex, but it's the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> you really want me to hunt, dude? You want me to hunt, dude? Have you seen this stroke? <laughs> Your wife hates it. <laughs> but she loves it. I'm still coming here every day while you're gone. Practicing. Getting better. Practicing. Getting better. Your wife's taught me a lot. <laughs> she taught me all your moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i i don't know how like i guess 
it's it, I think about time before we could talk to each other. And I guess there was just like a series of grunts and shit. Or like nodding of head or like... <laughs> like you look at my wife and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, bro. And then you look at like a spear and I'm like... Definitely. <laughs> Definitely, bro. <laughs> All me, baby. No, but like, what if I had like a fucking a sick spear and then you had like a sick fucking other spear, but <laughs> we're both just like, you know what? You have mine, I have yours. And I just like hand we're it friends. to you. Yeah, friends. Friends. It's like jersey swapping. What do you think the... uh first ever word was <laughs> do you think it was friends or was it wife <laughs> it was probably like ah <laughs> it's probably like fuck fuck i think fuck might have been the first word yeah, the dude who lit the first fire that immediately went out. Yeah. <laughs> and then they invented the word friend, and then the word wife, and then somebody said, fuck! My friend fucked my wife! <laughs> and then the English language is invented. That's how it works. Just like that. Everyone talks about what Lucy, the the like missing link or whatever, yeah. the first, you know what her first words were? Fuck. <laughs> dude. Fuck, dude. Fuck me. I'm the wife. <laughs> I'm the wife. I'm the missing link. I'm the missing link. Jimmy's wife. <laughs> <laughs> All along, the missing link was Eric to our marriage. The missing link was Eric. I did. Okay, so <laughs> we've really painted quite a picture here. But I imagine back in those days, Women have to give birth, dude. Like back in those <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah. Back in those days. And still. But back in those days, it was like that was like your job kind of. That and like doing shit, you know? Yeah. Doing other shit. But mostly having kids and mm. raising kids back True. in these days. And that was understood before language. Nobody had to explain that to women, you know? It was just like, "Hey, dude, like clearly we're going to hunt this fucking buffalo." Clearly, my friend is going to fuck you. Clearly, you're going to have a kid. My friend has to keep fucking you, so you keep producing that sweet, sweet milk. <laughs> but what happens if, I guess, no dude ever thought he was sterile? I would imagine back in those days, you would always blame the woman. Like, if oh, you couldn't yeah, have probably. a kid, you'd be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. There was no doctor to be like, nah, I'm pretty sure There's you're shooting blanks, bro. No blue chew back then. <laughs> no blue chew, dude. Can you imagine... How much it sucked to have those issues back in those days. I mean, it probably the same amount of sucks now, but yeah, there's a cure now, you know. But I figured that maybe after they realized that a man was sterile, that they would probably literally have to have someone have sex with your wife so she could bury you a child. I'm pretty sure, because it's not like they had the technology to implant children like out of someone else's womb. And like sperm implantation, like yeah, I don't know if that was a thing, dude. I mean, it probably back then it was probably just straight up the doctor being like, "All right, I'm gonna try a new procedure. This is brand new science. I'm gonna try to implant one of your 
children into your mother, your your wife's womb, and then he like draws the curtain, and then he just fucks the wife. Oh <laughs> then, man! Because I mean, like you know, you read those articles like every other year that they get shared, where it was like you know, women they would be treated for hysteria by like straight up just like some medieval vibrator. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. That was like a legit, yeah hysteria, and they would just like have they would sit on a thing, and this fucking giant wheel of wheels would just. <laughs> Just pummel your vagina and like, yeah. knock the crazy out of you. <laughs> yeah. Until you just bust. <laughs> yeah. I just nutted. nutted. <laughs> the doctor's like, that's science, baby. That's, that's science. science. But I was imagining the In other the future, night. they're going to be doing this online for money. <laughs> <laughs> I was imagining. They think I'm crazy. <laughs> they, said, they say I have hysteria. <laughs> I invented the first. They rectally hooked me up to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked it. <laughs> the taste of it's cherry cherry. <laughs> I was laying in bed the other night and I was thinking about this exact topic. <laughs> exact the, topic. Wait, which one? <laughs> Who, if I was alive in the year 1400, would I allow to fuck my wife if <laughs> I couldn't have a kid? <laughs> And I whittled it down to I would definitely let some close friends fuck my wife. Now that if I think I had about to. it, now that I think about it more, I bet back then when everything was so tied to like your family and shit, I bet you'd have your like your brother or no like shot. a relative do it. No shot would I let Dom fuck my wife. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I'd probably let you do it. Like I'd let you do it. Thanks, I'd man. let you fuck off. <laughs> if I had to, dude. If I had, if to. I had to. But this is an age-old agreement we have between us, dude. Yeah. This 80,000 years of history. Yeah, this is before Bluetooth. You have to understand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's something about this that I say, okay. If I had Bluetooth, I wouldn't even have to ask you. I'm just doing it myself. But knowing you, and it's 1400s. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the caveat, because this is what I thought about. Hmm. I'd let you fuck my wife, but not all the way. You have to jerk off until right before you're about to come, and then you can come inside her. Okay. Because I think that that is perfectly doable. Like, you don't have to have, like, full 15-minute passionate multiple position sex with my wife to get her pregnant. That's ridiculous. If you're like, all right, but I'm going to have to bring in these fucking ropes and tie her up and do all kinds of things. It's like, dude, you came in her fucking mouth the first time. How is this helping me, dude? What the hell? I asked you to do one thing. Yeah. I, like, I beg and plead. Like, nah, dude, I have to do it from start to finish with your wife. Or else it's not going to have a good child. And then I just like barely get my dick in her bust. I'm like, all right, give me another chance. That one's not going to be good. You're going to want to scoop that one out. <laughs> Redo. Command Z. Redo. Get your servant in here. Clean her up. <laughs> get your midwife. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to jerk off to right before. <laughs> Is that, Yeah. And we both have to watch <laughs> to make sure you're not fucking bullshitting. <laughs> Obviously, I have to watch. Of course. Because, you know, I'm Would not going to... Would you head... also be jerking off right before? <laughs> <laughs> I'm jerking off right after. Okay. Just to make sure it sets in. <laughs> Just kind of like so my semen can role play as yours. Like, okay. Like when you give a little kid a push mower and he mows next to you. Mm-hmm. 
my stupid ass bullshit come <laughs> and then they be like i'm really doing something and i'm just like damn dude you're fucking worthless worthless so yeah i really i think that's fair yeah thanks for thinking about me <laughs> how long were you thinking about that <laughs> until i fell asleep <laughs> Till I fell asleep, dude. I think of a lot of stuff before I fall asleep. I actually make a point of it every night before I go to bed to turn off everything, lay in my bed, and stare at the ceiling until I fall asleep. Because mm. you won't believe the stuff that pops in your head. You <laughs> won't believe. <laughs> won't believe. Yeah, it does go crazy, but I usually don't. I try not to remember that shit because usually it's like anxiety shit. Definitely anxiety shit. Um, but then somewhere along the lines, <laughs> sometimes you stumble upon these. If these I was ideas. sterile 800 years ago, <laughs> of course I'd let Eric fuck my life. Of course. No questions asked. He would also be alive back then, and mm-hmm. we'd also be best friends still. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd yeah. fuck my wife, of course. Do you believe in soulmates? Um, I guess. I don't know. I have no reason to not believe in it, I guess. Um, but also I, I think more along the lines of just like, I don't know if so much so as soulmates, but like definitely people on like the same frequency that you're on. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I've noticed that like, yeah, resonation with people. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's so much so like, you know, soulmate, soulmate, but like, yeah, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, I'm not necessarily saying that I could only ever be married to this one woman, but I would be married to someone pretty much exactly like them. You know what I'm saying? Like someone like that exhibits all the qualities that this woman exhibits, you know? Yeah. Like people will ask you all the time, like, do you have a type? You know? I don't really know if I have a type, but I definitely have recently become aware that there is a type of girl that I'm their type. Because I've noticed that virtually every girl I talk to exhibits certain characteristics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They like kind of the same like uh, mm-hmm. demeanors or like personalities mm-hmm. or yeah, I see what you're saying. They're all artistic. I've noticed that I've never really had an ex- uh, uh, a long term any type of relationship, not even just like real relationship, but any type of romantic relationship with a girl who wasn't like artsy. You know, mm-hmm. not artsy, like super artsy, like went to Micah artsy, but like just like just has an artistic element about them, you know. Yeah. But I think that makes sense just in the nature of like the shit you do. Yeah, for sure. Where it's like you almost need someone in that Venn diagram to have like a little bit of kind of connection to what you're doing. So they have at least like a base understanding of like yeah certain dynamics in the relationship. Mm-hmm. If we were mm-hmm. to continue like, yeah, of course I can't do a fucking date night on sundays i play the horse every fucking yeah. sunday night yeah and that's what or you like signed whatever. up for <laughs> and you knew that you knew that because you met me you at the horse draw <laughs> <laughs> you draw um yeah but it also sticks out that it's like damn like i've been on dates with uh girls that like it never wound up being anything after that and it's because they weren't every failed date i've ever had and not failed date i've never had a date go poorly other than when i was a freshman in college i had a date go very poorly um, uh, I had a thousand best. Yeah. I remember that. It's not a good date. Not a good date. <laughs> started off bad. Um, I started off by walking to her dorm to pick her up and then walking into Towson, which I guess was acceptable at the time, but 
I've noted that the key to a good date is you got to pick them up. You got to pick. It's classic. It's classic, and it's like just weird when you just meet somebody somewhere, and like sometimes or like you could have walked to the dorms, but then be like, oh, I got us a cab. Mm. I feel like you got to like get to the place quick. Yeah. Or at least like get into a situation where you're like, all right, now we're at like, uh, we we set a pace, or like we're about to set a pace. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be here for a little bit. I got some time to fucking figure this shit out mm-hmm. and get some work in, and yeah. then hopefully all of my friends here, yes, call me their friend, ask me how my mom's doing, mm-hmm. and says, oh, who are you here with? Bingo, because I'm bringing them to a family party. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm going to take a piss real quick, and when Dude, I get back... I need to piss, too. Okay, well, you go first. Okay. No, 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 you go first. You okay. go first. Give them something good. Yeah, so it was a... I'll, I'll go over my Valentine's dinner. So, uh, yeah, for all of those folks in relationships, you already know this, but Valentine's Day was this past weekend, this past Sunday. Uh it was nice to have Valentine's Day on a weekend just because like especially during the in the pandemic like I feel like everyone's kind of on that like Monday through Friday schedule um so everyone pretty much has the weekends off so it was nice to just have like a full Valentine's Day and also the Saturday before you know Valentine's Day double weekend pretty much but you know, it was Valentine's Day. Had to do it up. Me and uh, my girl looked up some recipes. We went shopping. We went to Giant and picked up uh, some fillets, fillet mignon. Got some two two big boy fillets, thick cut fillets. Got some tricolor small little baby potatoes and some asparagus. And the asparagus just did a nice little like wok flash fry pan sear with some garlic some lemon zest and lemon juice did a little potatoes boiled little small guys then uh kind of mixed them up while out of the out of the water to get them kind of crispy on the outside or at least that's what makes the crisp on the outside when you cook them in the oven cooked it in some bacon fat sous vide the steaks for three hours thick cut fillets big boys sous vide in in uh some wine, rosemary, garlic, a little bit of Dijon mustard, um, and then pan-seared those, made a little sauce with the sous vide, reduced that. Fucking delicious, dude. Damn. Very good. I put, the, I put a picture on my Instagram story. I think I caught that. I definitely did. It was fucking one of the best meals I've had in a while. I respect the side dish, asparagus. Yeah, asparagus is the best side for steak. You know, we were trying to figure out what to do, and like neither of us really had an idea outside of like steak and potatoes. But yeah, asparagus was definitely the way to go. Did you make and potatoes? And we didn't boil said? it. We just did it in the in the pan mm-hmm. with a little olive oil. It was really good. Yeah, I mean, obviously, steak and potatoes is. I, I usually do steak, potatoes, and asparagus. That's my goal, go-to. That was I it. love mashed potatoes, dude. Did you make mashed potatoes? Or did you make them? No. Like- did uh did them in the oven? Ooh, big. Did well, so potatoes. it was like those little s- small, like three color in a bag potatoes. Cut them in half, boiled them for like ten minutes in baking soda in the water, mm-hmm. and that like 
alkalizes the water and it like makes the crust in the oven crispier but then also you kind of like cool them off in a bowl by like tossing them in the bowl without really anything on them but like the starch kind of like pulls at all the surfaces and makes it all blanching this is outside of the water by now oh okay, okay okay um and then yeah in the oven for like probably like 30 or 40 minutes but just in some like bacon fat and then also we okay so this was actually the the kicker for the potatoes this is what fucking next leveled it so we infused the bacon fat with rosemary and garlic basically like in a pan we put the bacon fat rosemary and garlic toasted the garlic until it was like golden brown um put that through a strainer used the oil to cook the potatoes and then after they're done put that topping back on the crispy garlic and rosemary mm-hmm. it was so good yes i'm gonna make that like every week rosemary <laughs> is the secret spice dude i love rosemary with meat particularly pork rosemary and pork is yeah. awesome rosemary is just a, a slam dunk Ooh, and i made a little cilantro and roast garlic olive oil mash in my mortar and pestle. Can I put that on my steaks? I don't really do butter. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth had like an herb butter, but I like doing like a little kind of almost a uh, carne asada okay. kind of flavor nice. that you just put on as a topping. Yes. So then you get a little bit of that if you want it with the steak, but it's not overpowering. Right. It's nice. All right, now I got to pee. Knock it out, dude. I'll tell you about my Valentine's Day while Eric's pissing. And that was it. <laughs> All right, Eric, are you done? Um, my Valentine's Day, I woke up, uh, I want to say, fairly early because I was hungover from the night before. And I realized I don't have anything to eat in my apartment. My brother went to the grocery store to buy the exact things that he needed for his Valentine's Day meal with his girlfriend and nothing else, uh, which is a classic Dom move. Dom loves going all the way to the grocery store, knowing full well we have nothing in the house, and just buying the exact things that he needs and then getting mad if I eat them. Uh, Not actually mad, because who gives a fuck if I eat it anyway? Um, So he had pancakes and bacon his girlfriend doesn't like eggs so he didn't buy eggs which i was like come on dude and i was like you know what i'm getting indian food i'm getting indian food because sunday's my cheat day usually and uh indian food is my cheat food of choice i love indian food and i love Katmandu kitchen as everyone knows who gives a fuck which is few people um so i call them up and the guy Hey, have you ordered here before? And I was like, come on, man. You know me. It's Jimmy. And he was like, oh, Jimmy. And we talked for a little bit. And he said, how's business? And I said, oh, cash. Because I thought he said, how are you paying? And then he said, no, how's business? And I was like, oh. Um, so I told him about, I was like, oh, well, you know, it's obviously been slow right now. Gigs are kind of picking up. But like, we'll see what happens, blah, 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 blah. And I went on like a 45-second kind of spiel on just filling up on my house business. And then he immediately went, okay, it'll be there in 15 minutes. And I was like, okay. (laughs) 
Okay. So I guess he really wasn't particularly interested. I guess he was on the other end. Like it was, it was a rhetorical question, buddy. I didn't really care. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I got the Indian food. And then I took a very long Indian food nap. Woke up just in time to make it down to my gig at Ampersy at nice. 8. At which point I stood outside on the dock in 36 degree weather with a heater that wouldn't work for the first hour of my gig. Um, and played music for two hours. And finally, the heater did work. Uh, it was a fun gig. Um, and nice. then my brother and his girlfriend came down, caught the tail end of it, and we went out to Admiral's Cup afterwards. And had a real nice time. Admiral's Cup is a real cool place to hang out and drink on a Sunday. Um, a lot of the other bars are not really doing anything on Sundays, but Admiral's is a big bar to go to on a Sunday night in Fells if you happen to be out. And uh, I heard a bartender from the other end of the bar go, that's Jimmy Soleski, and this is Jimmy Mileski. And there was a guy there named Jimmy Mileski. 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 <laughs> Jimmy Molesti. At which point the entirety of the bar started chanting, fight, 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 fight. No. <laughs> so we had to fight. Oh, shit. He Are stood you okay? Up. Yeah, we're good. We're good. He stood up. <laughs> I pretended to take my shirt off. He started taking his pants off. No. And then he came over and hugged me, and I yelled at everybody, we squashed the beef, and everybody <laughs> cheered, and we sat back down and started drinking again. Hell yeah. And that was fun. Uh, so there's a guy with a very similar name to me uh, that is also pretty fucking chill. Pretty <laughs> fucking chill. Is he a splasher? <laughs> He's definitely a splash guy. He's got to be, dude. He's got to be Every drinker's a splash guy because you always splash into a, a liquor. True. Evan with a splash of Coke. Jameson with a splash of ginger. That's a good drink. I don't even fuck with Jameson like that. But Jamo with a splash of ginger. That's good shit. Vodka seltzer, splash of crayon. Oh, yeah. I thought you said Alka Seltzer. I was like, Alka Seltzer, okay. splash of crayon. <laughs> <laughs> but just in time for not Valentine's Day anymore, guys. We waited. I waited till after Valentine's Day. And I didn't really wait. I just had the thought that maybe for your next. 364 days of preparation or however many days it is till next Valentine's Day. Uh, we were talking about going on dates and I think there are some things that I learned over the course of my 10 year tenure as a single person and uh, steps, rules of thumb for good dates. Step one, as we mentioned before, pick them up. We covered that. Pick them up because there's nothing. And not physically. Some girls don't like that. That's we'll say that for the end of the date. We'll say that for the <laughs> hey. We will get to the and physical. Only if you're strong enough. <laughs> yeah, we will get to the physical pickup. It's embarrassing to drop a girl. <laughs> hey, you don't want to be dropping <laughs> girls, especially when you just met them. Um, pick them up. And okay, so so this goes before picking up. This goes before picking up. Um, step one really is before the date even happens. You meet a girl, however you meet her, whatever. If it's a girl you just kind of met, like you met her at a bar, you met her online, um, definitely talk to her. Don't talk to her too much. Don't feel like you're like overbearing, you know. A, a, ca a, a tasteful good morning text is nice. But, I mean, every guy plays it differently. I try not to... I'm not a good texter in the first place. And, and if I keep on starting conversations, I know at some point I'm going to forget to respond or something like that. And it's just like, you kind of got to, you have to 
kind of like play within the bounds. Like you want to show that you're interested, but you don't want to seem too interested um, because sometimes that can be a turnoff to be too interested, especially for girls because girls are always on the lookout and they will give you what I call, I believe I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, the pressed test. And the pressed test is that at some point during your texting conversations when you just meet a girl, she's going to go a very long time without responding. And I don't know if this is conscious or subconscious, but they always do it. And what you have to do, and I cannot stress this enough, is nothing. Nothing. If you text her and she goes two, three, four, five, eight hours without responding, nothing. Nothing. Because you are in the middle of the press test. Hmm. She is checking, how pressed is this guy? <laughs> how pressed is this guy? And so what you have to say is, hey, I texted you. If you don't have time to get back to me yet, that's cool. I'm not worried about it. You're probably worried about it. Everybody is worried when nobody responds. No, you're pressed for pussy. You're pressed. Obviously, you're pressed. <laughs> Guys live 100% of the day. Pressed and depressed. <laughs> pressed and depressed. All right? So we know you're pressed. I know you're pressed. You know you're pressed. Don't show it. Don't show it. Ball it up. Stuff it down deep inside and just wait. And I guarantee you, later on in the day, she will respond with some stupid excuses of why she didn't respond. And then you just carry the conversation on. Don't harp on it, obviously. Just keep playing along. If she doesn't, it's not a great sign. Terrible sign. Terrible sign. But you get one follow-up, and the follow-up has to be the next day. Follow-up has to be the next day. So next day, you are allowed one more text. If, you, if you're having a text conversation with a girl, she doesn't respond for a long time, chances are she will respond later that day. Or she might respond the next morning. If she responds the next morning, that's not a great sign either. You know, because she went through a full day knowing that you texted her. Yeah, but also if you send a good morning, the next day you can't send another good morning because that looks weird. It looks weird. It looks weird. So what you have to do... You have to imagine what a screenshot could be. (laughs) Yes. That a girl could tweet and go viral. Yeah, exactly what Eric said. Imagine... And just do the opposite. Your phone screen plastered on twitter and don't be that phone screen do not be that phone screen just the next morning don't send her a good morning text wait till like midday 2 p.m random time you got to make it seem casual you can't make it seem like i woke up and the first thing i thought to do before i took my morning piss and brushed my teeth was to text you again because you still haven't texted me back bad move you text her again and then you can either make a joke about it or you can just act like it never happened. But either way, and then th- at this point, we're going into like... Or it just has to be completely off topic. Yeah, and spontaneous. Like, just like, yeah. hey, you want to like do this or something like that. Something like... Which leads me to my next step, which is be spontaneous. If you plan something too far in advance, girls love to think. They love to overthink about stuff, as do guys. Everybody overthinks. Everybody does that. We're all guilty of it. What happens is, if you plan something too far in advance, then in a lot of situations, you say like where you you say where you're gonna go. Like first of all, don't say where you're gonna go. Don't say where you're gonna go. Just say hey, you want to do something. I I'm a big fan of either the day before 
or the day of even. But the day of is risky because they might be busy. Depends on your mode, you know what I'm saying? But at the very least, just say, hey, you want to do something on Friday. Don't hey, can I take you out to this place? Because then they're going to, okay, this guy's serious. And then they're going to get in their head about like, oh, this guy's like really serious about taking me out. And they're going to start imagining all the situations. Oh my God, what if he's weird? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, blah, 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 blah. They're going to be able to picture themselves at the, the restaurant that you say. Uh, and they're going to be able to imagine the date and play through every scenario. And trust me, by the time it gets to the day of, you're going to get the text that goes, oh my God, you're going to hate me, but blah, 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 blah. So don't do that. Just be spontaneous. Now we're at the actual date. Pick her up. We're back. At, this is now step. <laughs> step one again. Step one again. Circling back around. Yeah. That was it's step. It's that important. Yeah. That was step negative two. We're doing the Star Wars style. Step three is the first step. <laughs> George Lucas style. I took you back in time with better production for steps ones and two. One and two. Steps one and two. Step three. You pick her up at the date. Take her to a place that you are familiar with but not too familiar with because you don't want to go to somewhere where uh i mean and, and this is depend like if you're not a social per if you're not really a person that like goes out much then you know it you might not have any choice but Assuming you have a friend that works at a bar or something like that, you've hung out in that bar before, you're casual with a bartender, you know a server, something like that, or even if you know it's a place that you might run into somebody you know, that's always a good sign. It's always a good sign. Yeah. Girls are looking for, if they don't know you, their first judgment is, especially when you're a girl, guys don't think about this as much, but girls are always wondering, is this guy A, a psycho, but mostly, is this guy cool, yeah. you know? If you if you go out and somebody oh what's up, kind of verifies and them okay this guy isn't a complete freak, obviously he's well regarded. So take a girl to a place that you might run into somebody you know. You yeah. don't want to go to a place that you like work at. Yeah, get a free alley oop. Exactly. Just get somebody to fucking back you up a little bit. You know, have a bartender and be like hey good to see you. Something like that. And then this is the most important thing. One of the most important things. Sit at the bar. Sit at the bar. Why? Because what you're looking for, up to this moment, you've been texting. And when you're texting, you have an unlimited amount of time, or there's really no time limit, but you have an amount of time to think of the perfect thing to say. You know, when you're in a face to face conversation, it's much more difficult. You have to be able to have a response within a, a, a very short amount of time so it doesn't become awkward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you sit at the bar with a lot of other people around, the bartender's real close to you, there's so many opportunities to just kind of branch, talk about this, talk about that, talk to the person next to you. It's a good thing to have somebody talk to you, I think, on a date, because maintaining four hours of flawless conversation, we can't even fucking do that, dude. Yeah. And we're professionals. Yeah, that's why it's either that or like something like a movie. Where yes. it's like, all right, we don't have to talk for the next two hours. See, I can spend most of this time either seeing if you're going to avoid me putting my arm around you or thinking of like a bunch of scenarios to run after this is over. Okay. Now, this is where I'm going to say, uh, uh, I'm going pig, to uh, piggyback on, or not piggyback, but kind of like say a little thing. You completely shut me down. <laughs> it's completely, it's <laughs> I'm going to fucking own you, Eric. You <laughs> fucking ruin your whole career. No. Um, what Eric just said is true, but it's true if you already know the girl. 
if you already know the person, you've already talked, it's a girl that you work with that you finally decided to take out, it's a girl that you're in class with, that you already have a rapport with, then a movie is good. You take a girl to a movie, you've already had conversations. The whole Everything I've listed up to this point is really about how to talk to a person that you don't actually have any relationship with. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking about how to text and I'm talking about sitting at a bar so that there's opportunities for conversation. If you already know the person and now you're just kind of bridging the gap into like, hey, maybe we should go out sometime, then a movie's good because for me, and this is just coming from me, I had a very, I, I used to take girls to movies and the movie, you're kind of putting yourself in a... There's only one thing that could happen in a movie to make it a good date, really. Because if you walk out of that movie without having put your arm around her, which I've done countless amounts of times, <laughs> it was a bad date. It just... It, it's like... It, I mean, unless you fucking hit a Hail Mary at the end and somehow like managed to overcome everything you just... The hole you put yourself in. But <laughs> when you tell a girl you're going to a movie, we've all know what happens at movie dates. At some point, you have to put your arm around her, and you don't know how long it's going to be. It could be, do you wait? Do you do it from the jump? Previews are on, arm around her. It's too soon. Got to play it cool. But you can't be like me, and then when you know the movie's about to end, and be like, okay, I got to do it now. <laughs> you do it on the credit roll. <laughs> yeah, just so I can say Fuck. I did <laughs> Fuck. So, so it, depending on what kind of guy you are, Movie might work, but I would say the main thing there is if you already know the person, the movie's a good move. If you don't, you got to have an environment where you can talk because a lot of times, you know, in order to justify the next move, you have to have established some type of dynamic. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. to just go from like, okay, we don't know each other. Let's sit down and continue to not know each other while we watch this movie and then at some point I'm just going to put my arm around you and try to make out with you. It's like, you still don't, you, all the things that I just listed, is he cool? Is he not a psycho? They still don't know. Yeah. You you could be making out with a psycho during the Wolverine Origins movie. You know? Yeah. They don't fucking know. So, movie, yes, if you know him, but public outing, I cannot recommend enough something that involves drinking I'm sorry. I can't recommend it enough. I mean, look, you can do sober dates and coffee dates, but like you got to be some type of motherfucker to pull, you know, to to really fucking slam dunk a, a noon coffee date. I mean, it depends. I don't know. It's just like the vibes are different, you know? Yeah, I've never even done that. Exactly. I don't even know how to do it. I, I've never, it's never even crossed my mind doing like a, a, a midday date. Because the goal is you want... And when I say this, it's not that um, I'm saying you got to get laid on the first date. That's not what I'm saying. But by the end of the date, you kind of have to have broken that barrier. You kind of, especially at this age, by the end of your first date, you should have at least like given her a kiss. You know, you, you got on a date at 28 years old. You don't even kiss her at the end. It's like, what do we just do? (laughs) You know, we're both, we're both adults. We both know what the expectations are. Yeah. And so it's like you leave a date and if you don't have any of that happen, then like you're just going to both go home and be like. Yeah. You can't do like an awkward hug. Yeah. 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 That's cute when you're like 16. Yes. When you're 28, the girl will 
make fun of you to all of her friends. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he took me out <laughs> to coffee and a movie yeah. and then didn't... He wanted to kill me or <laughs> fuck me. Because <laughs> he didn't do either. <laughs> That's really the main problem. What? The goal here is that the, the kiss has to happen, and this is something I didn't realize when I was younger, the move, whatever that move is, doesn't have to be a kiss, but something, a handhold, a arm around the shoulder or whatever, those things have to happen spontaneously and, and mainly, not necessarily spontaneously, they can come out of somewhere, but it can't be at the times when they expect it. You, you drop a girl off at her house, and at that moment, you're both adults, and you both know this is the time when he's supposed to try to kiss me. Yeah. And me being me, and some guys are good at this, but I feel like a lot of guys aren't. Probably most guys are not good at this. When I know I'm expected to do something, it's like, it is literally the equivalent of somebody going, yo, Jimmy, tell us a joke. Well, now I can't be funny. Yeah. It's literally that, but like, hey, Jimmy... You got to kiss this girl now. And it's like, well, <laughs> now I can't. I can't because you know I'm going to. And it's going to be weird either way. Yeah. Like we're going to be standing there talking, having a conversation. And the whole time we're like droning on. Yes, yeah, so blah, 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 I had a good time tonight. And the whole time she's going to be thinking, is he going to try to kiss me now? And the whole time I'm thinking like, should I do it now? Is this a good time? Is it going to be weird? Like blah, 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 blah. It's just too many other factors. You got to sink that bucket before that. You got to make sure that you are not on the way home until you've done something. That's that would be my advice. That would be my advice. Yeah, I mean, unless you're just not feeling it. Yeah, yeah. If it's not going well, um, you don't have to do it just to do it. Yeah, but that's why I couldn't recommend drinking enough because <laughs> because <laughs> look, the big thing that you learn um, on this Valentine's post Valentine's Day episode is that when you go on a first date, they're nervous too. You're both nervous, and what better thing to do to cure nervousness than have a couple beers? I mean, look, when I say this, you can read into it however you want. I don't give a shit because that's not what I mean. What I mean <laughs> is you're both fucking nervous. Do something that you would normally do. Go to a bar. I'm sure she goes out to bars sometimes. I'm sure she goes out with her friends. Make it a comfortable situation. You know, how many girls go out to an ice cream parlor at, at 11 a.m. on a Thursday? It's like, you know, that's, you're both in a weird comfort zone at that point. But everybody knows what it's like to go out to a bar on a Thursday, you know? So have a couple drinks, and trust me, by the second drink, you're not going to be fucking on the bar. Obviously, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. So you're going to be talking, regular conversation, just chatting. You loosen up a little bit. And once you loosen up a little bit, at that point, even if it's going badly, it's not that bad because you're drinking a little bit, you're having fun. <laughs> it starts to go bad, you want to do a... You know, if it starts to get like really bad, I get a uh, bomb. I don't know. <laughs> fucking amp this up a little bit. <laughs> I don't know if I can say. Look, this is all. This is all. You know, this is all specifics here. I guess is what I'm getting at. That's all specifics. But uh, yeah, definitely that stuff. And then, um, if you're lucky enough, if you're lucky enough, you'll get invited inside. And that's really the goal of what you're shooting for. That is your goal. Not because, again, not because you're trying to bang a girl on the first date. But I'm sorry, there's just nothing worse than dropping a girl off 
in my opinion. <laughs> There's nothing worse than dropping a girl off. I can't do it. Even if you do get a kiss? If if but you're only it's only not gonna be weird if you've already kissed. So that's what I'm saying. If you if you kiss at the bar, or if you kiss like when you're holding hands or something like that, or if she, even if she like leans her head on you or something like that, just to give you a signal like, I like you. I'm enjoying my time here. At that point, you've crossed the barrier, then you can drop her off, and if she's a real classy lady, that'll be the end of the night, you know? Um, but really, it's it's just about shooting for... That's why I don't... I don't even like hanging out with people unless there's no time frame. Like, I won't even hang out with someone, a friend even, if I know I have to, like, do something later. I just don't enjoy it. Yeah. I don't like time constraints, you know? For sure. I don't like the idea of, oh, yeah, let's let's go do something, but you work at four. It's like, all right, well, now I got three hours. I don't live on this. What am I going to do after that? Yeah. (laughs) Fucking think about how shitty I did at my date today while you're at work. Thinking about how shitty I was at my date today. No. (laughs) I realize that my advice has just gotten gradually worse throughout the course of this. It just only pertains to you. (laughs) (laughs) As I've gone through, I like start off with like good advice in my day. I'm like, just get a bunch of shots. <laughs> it fucking Power dr- through it. I mean, if it, at worst case scenario, your friends are probably around. Just start drinking with them. I mean, really, though? Really, though? What's the worst that could happen if you wind up chilling with your friends afterwards? Do you know how many dates I've had that were saved at the fact that I could just chill with you guys after and joke about how terrible the date was as opposed to having to go home and stew about how terrible the date was? Yeah. Instead, I'd come over and you and Mahedi and Scott and everybody would be like, fuck you guys. No fucking pussy, fucking idiot, Jimmy, fucking virgin bitch. And then I'm like, ha 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 ha. It's so true. But also so much better than the alternative of me sitting in my room with my head going like, would you kiss her, you fucking pussy, you fucking virgin ass bitch, fucking bitch? Could you make a move? Put your arms around her after the credits, fucking idiot. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 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 Oh man! So take from that what you guys can, really, yeah. really. But yeah, hope you guys had a fun Valentine's weekend. Uh, good President's Day. Is it President's Day? It was on Monday, mm. yesterday. How how did I forget? How did you forget? Oh, dude? that's right here. Yeah, President's Day. Hopefully, you guys bought some cars. That's the only thing that happens on President's Day. President's Day car sales. Exactly. Great day to buy a car yesterday. Well, you guys know for next year. <laughs> you guys know for next year. <laughs> to go out on your date, get very drunk, and buy a car the next day. And that's the beauty of Valentine's Day. <laughs> Worst case scenario, you got 0% APR financing on all new Nissan model sedans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're brought to you by Hyundai Nissan something i don't even we're brought to you by nissan bill's car fair if you don't buy bill you're making a big mistake those commercials were so good they were good (laughs) and we were making a big mistake made a big mistake this year we should have been buying cars yesterday we should have been what was i doing yesterday not buying a car i (laughs) I think (laughs) the only financial i made this week was try to pull all the money out of my retirement account (laughs) that's what i did yesterday President's Day, baby. Give me that shit back. I'm not retiring. I'm done. I'm retired now. I want this money now. I'm currently retired. What was I thinking? Why did I take all the money I have and make it so I couldn't access it until I'm 80? What a stupid decision. 
<laughs> so yeah, just uh, don't do that either. <laughs> don't do anything I've said. Don't let your friend fuck your wife. <laughs> don't wear cherry chapstick. Don't even date girls. It's not worth it. <laughs> that's at Jimmy Celeste yeah, for more at, life advice. That's at Jimmy Celeste. All this advice is brought to you by Monster Eight Zero Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're thinking, don't do it. <laughs> Just go to bed, man. Just go to fucking bed. <laughs> See, I think that was like a lethal combination. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you got anything coming up, dude? Um, no, not really. But at Eric Laser on everything, uh, in case that anything comes up, <laughs> yeah. hey, it'll be there. Um, guys, I'll be at Hollywood Casino in Perryville, Maryland. That's in Cecil County. Uh, on Saturday. February 20th from 5 to 8. You won't be able to miss me. It's a very small casino. I'll be in the Green Turtle on a stage that is way fucking too big uh, for just me, playing to just a couple people. But it's always a good time. Um, I like playing at casinos only because I get to feel very important because I get like a badge that I wear on my neck and I can walk around in all access areas and pretend like I'm a fucking spy and shit when in reality I'm just playing happy hour at Green Turtle. But uh, don't ruin it for me. It's fun, dude. Signing in through like the back door through yeah. security. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm the entertainment. It's like, yeah, dude, who gives a fuck? <laughs> I didn't even know you were coming today. Um, but yeah, then that LFTS podcast on everything. Follow us on. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Please, we got a couple more views this week. Um, we've updated the thumbnails for you. We've done so much stuff. We're putting out clips all the time, and they're worth it. You know, sometimes I'll literally just be watching YouTube and I'll be like, I'm gonna watch this one. I forgot about this one. Hell yeah. Um, so watch that. Uh, follow us on TikTok. We put out a, tic- we put out a, a TikTok every once in a while. Um, and, uh, of course, Spotify, your podcast app. And uh, we're going to look into some other stuff soon. Maybe we'll get on top of that as well. Yes, sir. Ski. Yep. Catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.